It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy on St. Patrick's Day, one of those days that just equals fun times. You could be waking up this morning, getting ready to have yourself the best night ever with your friends. We'd like to talk about St. Patrick's Days of the past, though. Ah. Your best story of celebrating that wonderful day, Fuzzy, known as St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. It's funny, you talk about St. Patrick's Day and memories, and a lot of times... There aren't memories. Yeah. yeah right? The, the old, thing, yeah. the old overindulgence. Mm-hmm. And you wake up the next day and you go, oh, I think I had a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. don't feel like I necessarily had a good time, but uh, it was a good time. Yeah. We uh, ran this by our friend Meredith, and she was able to remember lots of her interesting St. Patrick's Day night. Tell us about it. All right. So my St. Patrick's Day story, um, it was one of those, like, big, you know, bar events that everybody goes out to with a whole block of bars actually so i mean you definitely went from one bar to the other and while hopping around um i definitely lost track of like the number of drinks and then by the time we were at the fourth bar i was drinking green beer um which didn't go so well for me because that wound up being just not contained inside for very long. So, yeah, that was a throw-up situation. Um, but the bad thing about it is, like, when you throw up green beer and the dye, um, it's not easy to clean out of clothes. So. Oh, no. Yikes. Those clothes are pretty much garbage at that point. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, I was wearing a lot of green. Like, my top was green, and, like, I had... A bandana oh. that I was like wiping off with it was green. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it was like blending in, but I <laughs> I went home shortly after that. See, I was yeah. wondering about the blending part because sometimes <laughs> your brain tells you, sure, that just happened. Now my clothes are soiled, but I can still go. No. Good for you yeah. for pulling the plug. Because you stink now. Yes. It's not even if you can even if it completely camouflages into your outfit, you're gonna smell. Yeah. Absolutely. It was uh, pretty gross, and it's like a different shade, obviously, of green because of it being wet. Oh. <laughs> so it was pretty obvious. And this, <laughs> and this reminder, this St. Patrick's Day, to please enjoy responsibly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, because maybe if Meredith would have done a little less of the festivities, yeah. she might have a few more memories of <laughs> that. Yeah, night. exactly. Yeah, because she didn't have to go yeah. home and take care of a. Uh. Dirty shirt party situation. So many people are going to be having fun here on St. Patrick's Day around Calgary. But this show right here is going international. Mm -hmm. Here we are. We've got a friend in Dublin right now. It's Terry Fakowski from CTV Calgary, live from the biggest party in the world. Terry! (laughs) Oh my God, it's so nice to hear your voices. Oh, you too. We miss you, Terry. How you doing? I miss you guys. I'm good. It's so funny. Like, it's mad here right now. Like, the parade is going on. I was just in the pub, and I'm glad you can hear me, because I was like, is it going to be too loud? <laughs> we love the loudness, because for everybody who's celebrating St. Patrick's Day in Calgary, yeah. the goal one day, it's like a bucket list for all yeah. human beings, be in Ireland. What is it like there, Terry? It is absolutely wild. It's pretty much what you would expect, and I'd say the day is really just getting going, but the parade is going on. Uh, it is green everywhere, although I will say that's a tourist thing. Like, I have some Irish friends, and I was like, are you going to be wearing your shamrock? And they're like, 
if we get thrown out of the country if we participate in that. Oh, like, it is. really? That's yeah. hilarious because Tyler right now is wearing shamrock bling. I've got a shamrock headband. Fuzzy's rocking the green. But that's not a thing that they actually do in Ireland. Well, everyone is. It's just that it's a lot of, like, it, you know, like, I'm Canadian. I have on a bucket hat with shamrocks. I got a green hoodie. I got <laughs> chains and all that. Like, I'm going all out, and people are going all out. But, like, the actual Irish, like, people rightfully from Ireland, like, they love to see people celebrate it. But they just kind of have, like, a green shirt on or something. Okay. It's the whole pinch. If you don't wear green, you get pinched. But it's really, like, the tourists who are, you know, decked out. Uh, Terry, we're calling that the dollar store drip. Yeah. Because you can go to any dollar store and buy green beads and green stuff. Spend $5 and you're like decked out. <laughs> and you know what's really wild about it is the center of town, which is kind of like the Temple Bar area, like the famous pub area. It's where the parade's going through right now and everything. It's already so busy. It's like 2 o'clock here. It's already so busy that there is police at different checkpoints stopping people from coming in. And the pub, like typically in Temple Bar area, you can go into a pub. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, you there, Terry? Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, you know what? It's probably just, it's just so wild here. But typically, uh, you can go into a pub, order a pint, and take it out on the street. And right now, they've banned that. You have to keep it in the pub until 4 p.m. because they're really trying to tame it because this is their big Irish kind of come back after COVID. You guys, here's what I love about Terry and how professional she is. Professional <laughs> reporter, CTV, and there she is in Ireland. She literally just dropped her phone in her Guinness and she kept on reporting like nothing happened. Why, why you gotta help me like that? Why you gotta help me like that? <laughs> I know. I know. That's the, that's, that's the other thing. No green Guinness. You don't mess with a Guinness in ah. Ireland. Let me tell you. They're like, they're like, don't mess with it. It's perfect the way it is. And let me tell you, they have been going down perfectly today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. <laughs> a taste of uh, an authentic Irish celebration live from Ireland. Our good friend, Terry Fakowski. Uh, thank you for reminding us. We all need to experience this one day. Hey, as they say here, slancha. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here on St. Patrick's Day. A day with so much fun associated with it. It's all about, like, Going out, being with people, yeah. wearing green, having a good time. Everybody's got great stories <laughs> about things that happen on St. Patrick's things Day. Things that become legends, right? And sometimes you, oh, there's a lot of things that happen that you forget about on St. Patrick's Day, but there are definitely things that are unforgettable. Like, what about if all of a sudden you realize the person you love is going into labor oh. <laughs> and to get to the hospital, you have to get through a St. Patrick's Day parade. Oh my gosh. This story is unreal from our good friend, Jesse Mods uh, from the CJ92 Morning Show. Take it away, your St. Patrick's Day story and the day your kid was born. Well, it was funny because I was 22 years old when I when I was having my first son. Wow. And we were flat broke. And I had a, a job to do that day on St. Patrick's Day where I was going to go to a bar and I was going to make $200. Yeah. And it was either paying my rent or not. So I was like, 
the night before, I said, Chelsea, I know you're close to having this baby, <laughs> but do not have it tomorrow because we need the money. Because that's how it tomorrow. works, right? And as she woke up in the morning, she said, hey, there's no way you can go to this bar gig. I'm going to go into labor. And I said, how do you know? And I looked at the bed and it was soaked. Oh. She had, uh, what do you call it, break your water or Her whatever? water broke, yeah. So we get in the car, we get ready, we start getting down to the hospital. And it was St. Patrick's Day and we were in Kingston, Ontario, and the hospital was right by Queen's University. So all of the kids in Queens were not in school that day. They were on the streets partying. No. So we're trying to navigate to get into the hospital. And I swear to God, I'm having to lay on the horn. And I'm out the window saying, please move. And kids are flipping me the bird because they're playing beer pong in the streets. (laughs) So I get up to like a gathering of like, let's say 200 students just partying in the street. And I'm trying to get through because my wife is like crowning next to me in the vehicle. And I tell the guys, I'm like, guys, I got to get to the hospital. Can you please move? And then like one of the students who was very intoxicated took charge. And he started like leading the car. Wow. Through the people yelling everyone to move. And they're like, he's having a baby. They're having a baby. And then the kids started like smacking on the hood of my car to like congratulate me. And anyways, uh, <laughs> like, what is this nightmare? Oh, I was, I was like the inside of me. I was still 22. I wanted to get out of the car and party. <laughs> but Are you sure you're not okay for a little bit? <laughs> I was like, labor usually takes a few hours. I'll be there in a bit. Uh, anyways, we got to the hospital. Finally, thank God to this one student who led us to the hospital through the crowd of people. We get there and we had some midwives and midwives are like, great. We, we had a really great experience. But it was a little unprofessional because they were hoping that Chelsea got through labor quickly so they could get to the bar to start drinking. <laughs> and they were making it very apparent that that's what they wanted to do. Uh, geez, so as going. soon as they got my son Nixon out, they wiped him all up. They yeah. had somebody come and check him. They said he's good. They packed up their bags and they literally said they're going to the pub. <laughs> but uh, St. Patrick's Day is now just like spent with family. So we've said to my, my oldest Nixon, when he's 18, we're going to take him to Ireland for one yeah. big party since we don't really get to celebrate anymore <laughs> the way we used to. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Amazing story. And you were out 200 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't financially recovered. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Just like my long, flowing golden locks blowing in the wind, this podcast is free. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here on Friday morning. Excited for the weekend. Always important to go into any weekend, though, with a clear conscience. And that's why we're here for the airing of the grievances. Fuzzy, you've got something to get off your chest. Yes, I do. There is something to be said for truth in advertising. And today, my grievance is with lies in advertising. Oh, boy. Lies that are fed to us every single year around this time lately. Looking at you, Tim Hortons. Uh Oh, Oh, boy. Roll up the rim to win. Uh Lies. Uh Uh Call it what it is. Sign up for a loyalty program so that we can die to mine you. (laughs) And hey, you might win a coffee or donut. Gone are the days of using your teeth to roll said rim and then passing that spitty piece of coffee cup over to the person making your coffee. Why would they want to quit doing that? (laughs) Okay, maybe it wasn't the best idea. I'm with you. Sure, we just came out of a pandemic where we learned that we should wash our hands and maybe don't hand over a spitty pieces of coffee cup. But there has to be a better idea. Something a little more fun, right? There was something fun that about pinching and rolling or having your grandma give you that little tool to roll up the rim or, or even doing the, the spitty teeth move. Like, what about 
color change coffee cups that reveal if you're a winner when hot coffee's poured into oh it. Oh, my okay, God. That right there? I would love that. Trademark. Super fun. Yeah. I mean, sure, it would probably cost way more, and it's it, it isn't technically rolling up a rim to win. But if you're going to lie about the execution of this glorious contest that we've come to love, I mean, why not make it fun? Totally. That's brilliant, Fuzzy. I love that. Just saying, <laughs> if you're going to call the contest something that it's not, just make it fun. Make it now, more fun. Now, no, don't call or, or call it. Scan your phone and you could win. Yeah. Call it. Call it beep and win. Yeah. Well, that sounds yeah. weird. Yeah. That sounds like it's a, it beep you're, you're beeping. You're beeping yeah. out a bad word. Yeah. <laughs> Scan your phone and win. Oh. <laughs> hmm. There's something to those color changing cups. You're onto something. That's yeah. brilliant. Maybe, maybe I just need to. Pass a spitty coffee cup to somebody, and it'll make me feel better. Well, I would suggest <laughs> you want to do that. Pass sure. yours to Danae because I don't yeah. want I don't want your spitty. I'll cup. take it. Okay. I'll put it in the right place. I'll put it in the com- recycling. And then what are you going to give Fuzzy back that he that he oh, won? Oh, can we? We all my prizes. Any gonna... of the fifty thousand trinkets that she yeah, has yeah, over you, there? You, you, you can't see in front of Danae, but Danae has a a, a, <laughs> a, a very interesting workstation of a. <laughs> There's a computer and a keyboard and a microphone and stuff, and then a pile of junk that just sits there forever. <laughs> and if you try and move one piece of junk, she'll know, and then she'll be very mad for two and a half weeks about I it. I think we're on to a contest, you guys. <laughs> I think we're on to Danae will give you a piece of gum. Shake the gum like a maraca. There we go. The new contest is called Give a Spitty Coffee Cup to Danae, and she'll give you a piece of gum. Wow, it's got a ring to it. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe for when you can't listen live but want to stay connected to your friends. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here celebrating St. Patrick's Day. You almost forget. It's spring on Monday. Yeah. yeah. So crazy. Oh, oh, I love it. So wonderful. Can we agree one of the most satisfying things this time of year Everything's melting. The sun is out. It's warm. We've got plus temperatures. Mm -hmm. It's when you get that icy, snowy, slushy stuff frozen and caked onto your vehicle around your wheel wells, and then you you kick it off. (laughs) You give it a kick, and it just kind of falls off in one piece, right? That chunk comes off in a big, glorious piece. It hits the ground. Oof. It's something that could honestly, <sighs> there could be a full out feed on on TikTok of like under the satisfying category <laughs> yeah. of you kicking off. Tyler, you posted a video of you kicking uh, the crud off from your car. And some people are like, I watched this like 40 times in a row. I'm not going to uh, lie. Like I got stuck on it. It's absolutely mesmerizing. I didn't realize how much other people related to this phenomenon. I've been doing it my entire life, like yeah. walking down the street. Going to school, like just kicking other people's cars. Oh, kicking others! <laughs> no, kicking, kicking the stuff <laughs> off yeah. of their cars yeah. Yeah. for for fun. Yeah. Um, the funny thing about talking about this is, Fuzzy, you are the first person that I've ever known to ever give these things a name. Yeah, Fenderbergs, and I can't even take credit for it. My friend Kelsey was like, "Yeah, those are Fender Fenderbergs," and I was like, "Of course they are. They're icebergs on your fenders. They are Fenderbergs." Wow, I've never ever heard of them called that ever. I just always call it like crud. <laughs> the funny thing is, in the, yeah. the same thread of this video I posted of me kicking the, 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 the Fenderberg off of the thing, people are like, oh, no, no, that's not a Fenderberg. Like this girl Jess says, oh, no, 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 no. In my house, it's always been dingleberries. Oh, Ever since I was a little girl, yeah. my dad's like, yep, going to kick the dingleberry off the truck. Yeah, kind of like the stuff in the back of the dogs, right? Right, it's, it's another term for dingleberries, yeah, too. Yeah, it's, it's talking yeah. about like, crud that needs yeah. to come off of something. That, it's the stuff the, hanging the, around. The, the, the stuff that's hanging yeah. around. It's, it's kind of the same. Yeah. yeah, we talked about this with our friend Joel Tomlinson on CTV Morning Live this morning, and she called it Icy Chunkies. Icy Chunkies. Which is like what I'm going to call it going forward because it, it just sounds so cute. Sure. <laughs> it sounds adorable. I did also see a, a funny story from uh, my friend Yvette who said that, uh, like, last week she was she was at the mall, 
and and she saw a big one on her car and she goes, oh, yeah, oh, baby, you get all excited, got to kick it just right because you don't want to, like, kick your actual car and, like, right, dent right, it. Right, 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 right. You got to kick it. You got to get it all in one chunk. So she walked up, wound up, boom, kicked it off, hits the ground, Falls into a million pieces. So She's so excited until she realizes the alarm on the car is going. Oh. And then she says to herself, well, that's weird. My car doesn't have an alarm. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wait. This isn't my car. <laughs> this isn't Whoopsie. my car. And now someone looking at me in the parking lot behind me is going, why are you kicking my what car, man? Awesome. <laughs> Why'd you kick the icy, chunky, dingleberry fender big off my car? That's mine. Don't kick it. I wanted to kick it myself. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here on Friday morning. It's St. Patrick's Day. Woo! Cannot wait to get out there and get some of those good times. Always important, though, to head into every weekend. With a clear conscience, so we're here for the airing of the grievances. And Tyler, you apparently have a grievance with with Saint Patrick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not like not like the dude though. Oh, you know uh, the patron saint of Ireland. He drove away snakes. Seems like a quality guy. Okay. Sure. Yes, totally. That's a good thing. Uh, one of the traditions of his day, though, and the disappointment we've all felt while participating in Saint Patrick's Day, is uh, well, it's a tough thing to deal with. The question here is. Why is it when you drink a green beer, it doesn't make your pee green? <laughs> this is a horrible this is thing the problem? that I learned. <laughs> the first time I drank a green beer, I was obviously 18 years old. Uh-huh. Legal age. <laughs> yeah. We're at Nikki Roo's house in Rundle. We're having fun when Mike Philbin busts out a thing of green food coloring. And he right. says, uh, hey, thank my Irish ancestors for this one, guys. Drip, drip. <laughs> glug, glug. Green, Let's go. Green beer. Green beer. It was so exciting. A little bit of science with our debauchery. It was good. Again, drip, drip, glug, glug. Drip, drip, glug, glug. Taste the same? Okay, let's keep going. I was so excited. I was like, I got to drink this faster. I got to go to the bathroom. I got to see what happens. This is this is awesome. And then, and then later after my first trip to the bathroom, it dawns on me. Oh, this is about to happen. My life is feeling so complete. Am I about to pee green for the first time in my life? I excitedly start my stream in anticipation of seeing glowing green liquid coming out of my... Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it didn't exactly go down that way. No. I thought, okay, maybe it takes a minute. Okay, fine, 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 fine. Drip, drip, glug, glug. Drip, drip, glug, glug. Next time in the bathroom. Okay, here we go. This is the time. Bring on that pee that looks just like the Incredible Hulk. Oh. Let's go. Oh, still... Still nothing. Yeah. Okay, obviously, I'm doing something wrong. Better speed up the process. Drip, drip, glug, glug, drip, glug, glug. And more drips, maybe. <laughs> Next bathroom break, it is finally time. Am I ready to pee? Like the guy in the bag of corn in my parents' freezer? Ew. Ho, 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 green giants. Well, first of all, no spoilers. Nothing giant going on in that bathroom. Oh. And also, there was nothing green going on in that bathroom. A double disappointment. Uh. I literally doubling up, you know? Uh, doubling, uh, Ireland, yeah, doubling, doubling up on, 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 on disappointment. Yeah. And then also after that, there was no green pee the next day, no. the day after no, that, no, no, no. and that's when the shocking revelation really, really set home. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day is a sham. Oh. If you drink green beer, rock. It, should, rock. it should come out green in uh-huh. honor of St. Patrick. 
the patron saint of Ireland, oh. the man who drove the snakes away, or however it happened. I don't know. I didn't, uh, didn't, oh. go, didn't, didn't go to that kind of school going up, but I wanted to celebrate him anyways. So to anybody who's experiencing their first St. Patrick's Day as a legal to drink 18-year-old, um, uh, you know, don't get your hopes up because the reality of St. Patrick's Day green beer not making your pea green will crush your dreams. I can, I can help. I, I did do some Googling while you were upset because I like to help. Uh, apparently taking a lot of vitamin B, which would be healthier than ingesting a whole ton of uh, food coloring, can turn your can turn your pea green. Okay. And also the blue food coloring is what turns your pea green, apparently. Okay. So if that's what the whole mission is, I thought that green beer... Oh, oh, oh He's gone. I thought green beer was just like... To make it, make it festive, I didn't realize yeah. the whole mission was to make sure that your pee turns green. Yeah, I don't green. care about the I, beer. I don't even actually drink anymore. I just want to make my pee green. Gotta <laughs> go, guys. Uh, okay. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh. Please enjoy responsibly. Tyler is going to chug some blue food color. This is Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy with our friend Paula on the line. Paula, how are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you? We're fantastic, and we're looking for some medical advice right now, and uh, we understand that you're a nurse. Yes, I am. (laughs) So Tyler was, like, upset earlier that the first time he drank green beer on St. Patrick's Day, it didn't turn his pee green. I'm still not over it. Major disappointment (laughs) for him. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I learned in nursing school while I was studying for an exam a random... um, fact in one of my textbooks was that if you eat enough enough asparagus, your pee will turn blue. Okay. Oh, interesting. Blue's close to green. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the green and the yellow together, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. Makes it blue. Oh, right. So, yeah, that's, that's how color mixing goes. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So I, I was a starving student, so I never had enough money to buy enough asparagus to give it a try. But yeah, I yeah. The textbook. I was just thinking, I'm like, man, with the high price of groceries right now, <laughs> enough asparagus to pee blue would probably be like a, about like a, a mortgage payment. Yeah, yeah, or at least all your streaming at home, <laughs> what that would cost. So, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I just, Paula, is it weird? Did I just want to pee a different color, like medically speaking, or is that more of a psychology, psychological issue? <laughs> Probably psychological, yeah. but I uh, think it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. Because, okay, I'm not like a big beet eater, but do beets turn your pee kind yes. of pinky, pinky-ish? Yes. Yes, they do. Ones and That's twos. That's why people think they, they pee blood after and then freak out and go to the emergency room. Oh, my goodness, and then remember what they ate. Yeah. <laughs> now, Tyler, I may be able to help, and maybe you may be able to add a little bit of insight to this, Paula. But one of my nieces, when she was younger, um, one day went up to her mom and said, Mom, is it normal for humans to poop green? <laughs> <laughs> and at that point in time, she was, what? wait, sorry, what? And then she started to put two and two together, well, <laughs> literally, mm-hmm. and, fa- and started to think about it. And it was during Stampede, and it had something to do with the fact that she had eaten almost an entire bag of blue cotton candy. Oh, okay, yep, yep. Oh. there we go. Yep. There you go. That'll do it. Yep. There's a a few different types of phenomenon with uh, with that end. I just want the other one. I just want the pee to be a different color. Maybe it's just too diluted in the the beer. Maybe you just need to chug a bottle of green food coloring. Oh, don't encourage that. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, try it. Is there a problem with that? Could that hurt him, Paula? Nurse Paula? 
Um, let's say no, but I'm no doctor. Okay. <laughs> we will not hold you accountable. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy still reeling from the loss of The Last of Us. It's not like gone forever. The no. season's over and we just... Want another one because there's so much great Calgary <laughs> stuff in it. Uh, fun study came out this week. It is that Calgary ranks fourth best in Canadian cities to survive the zombie apocalypse. Somehow Edmonton's number one. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just because well, it's such a dump anyways. Well, yeah. <laughs> that, like, it already feels like the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> For sure. Maybe, maybe that's it. Yeah. Uh, just wondering, Fuzzy, as a proud resident of yeah. Southeast Calgary, yeah. the community of Cranston, if things did go down, yeah. how would you contribute to survival in a zombie apocalypse type situation like The Last of Us? I think a good key would be finding a way to slow down the zombies. I mean, zombies are already a little slower. However, if we can fatten them up and slow them down a little more, okay. like I can put together like the zombie food tour oh. where they hit all of the amazing restaurants in the city that we have. You That's know? great. Send okay. them up to Major Tom, right. maybe Roy's Kitchen, uh, Bridget Bar, Pat and Betty. Like there are so many amazing restaurants in this city. Right. We, we we set them up. We get, the, we get an open table reservation set up for the zombies. Go send them to dinner and then we get them all... Just, you know, after you have a big, big meal, you have a couple drinks, and you're just like, oh, Oh. So is that... I don't feel like doing anything right now. Yeah. And then the zombies will be like, okay, well, we'll get them tomorrow. And then we set them up for brunch the next day. That's a great idea. And then the same thing continues. It's like, oh, God. I think Fuzzy's on to something here. Maybe that's why zombies want to eat humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just haven't figured out what their favorite food actually is. So we got to set them up on some nice food stuff, some good restaurants, and then they won't eat us because that's what zombies do. They want they want they want to bite us. Yeah, I mean, think about my it. Concern of like getting them there before they've had their appies and that kind of stuff. How yeah. do you get them to eat before they start chomping on everyone else? You just need to put the food in front of them. Just right there. Just have it it's, right ready to go. Have you okay? ever been to a party and they bring out the, the, the delicious delicious yeah, appetizers? You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm holding out for dinner, but man, those look oh. really really good. And then all of a sudden you're like, Yo, I actually like Brussels sprouts. I, who knew I squash like blossoms? Wow, wow. A squash blossom yeah. could save the world. Yeah. Uh, who knew Fuzzy would have such a good uh-huh. idea about yeah. how to survive on The Last of Us? He yes. hasn't even started watching it. No. That's brilliant. That's good. Just yeah. wait till you watch it, Fuzzy. Yeah. All right. Your level of expertise will just blossom yeah. like a squash, uh, squash blossom. blossom. Squash blossom. Squash really, blossom. really, really good. Uh, I love it when Danae asks questions off the air of saying, <laughs> will this get me in trouble if I talk about it? And I say, of course not. <laughs> Danae, you have a great arsenal of weapons <laughs> handed down. <laughs> From from your family. That's the thing. That's okay. So we have always kind of had a history of being, I think, doomsday preppers and that kind of thing. My grandfather legit has an underground bunker. He passed away a few years ago, but his farm is still there. His house is still there, and there is an underground bunker that he built on the back of his house that, like he said, was for like tornadoes and everything. But he mm-hmm. also talked a lot about the apocalypse and about how zombies were going to take over someday. Wow. So he had that whole thing like stocked, like totally. Total doomsday prepper had it stocked with like everything that you'd need to survive. It was big enough because I've got like 30 first cousins. So like that we needed a big space. So it was massive. Uh, and then of course, like he had like the food and the water and all that stuff. And then he also had weapons that he had made. Uh, and of course, he like once he like retired from farming and everything, <laughs> kind of just 
really dove into the whole weapon making DIY thing. weaponry. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's a couple of those things. He made his all of his granddaughters. He's got fourteen. Had fourteen granddaughters and made us all a nice little self defense tool that he lovingly carved "Love Grandpa" on. So that's beautiful. Yeah. So like, sure. I guess those kinds of things. You'd be you'd be yeah. you'd be attacking the zombie zombie and feeling yeah. sentimental vibes feeling about so, your grandpa so at the same time. I'm like, grandpa, you were right. You were right that this was going to happen. I mean, also the goal is to try to get up to, to northern Saskatchewan. But first, to make Calgary a little bit safer, I'll share my weapons for sure. Okay, uh, uh, Fuzzy, ask me how I would contribute <laughs> to to survival in the zombie apocalypse here in Calgary. Okay, Tyler, how would you contribute to I the zombie apocalypse? I wouldn't because I'm afraid of the dark, so <laughs> I'm screwed. <laughs> You're done. My wife, Kelly, and Aww. the boys will be just fine. Yeah. I will <laughs> see you all later. And Fuzzy, just remember, if I come at you like a zombie trying to eat you, yeah, yeah. you put some food in front squash of me, blossoms. I'll get right out of the way. I'll try my first squash blossom. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here on Friday morning. It is St. Patrick's Day. Cannot wait to get out there and get some of that weekend. Always important, though, to head into every weekend with a clear conscience. So we're here for the airing of the grievances. Danae, what are you getting off your chest this morning? Well, it is St. Patrick's Day, you guys. Sure is. One of the most fun days of the year. You automatically know what you're going to wear because you got like those two or three green pieces in your in your closet. You're like, yeah, it's going to be one of those things. And you can wear super adorable accessories that you might not normally wear, like a green bowed headband or in Tyler's case, a giant shamrock slash, slash horseshoe blinged out necklace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really, really good. Uh, the music's great, Fuzzy. Uh, can we cue up some some Irish of course, music? Sure please? we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Ah, yeah, yeah. oh, there we go. And of course, there's the fact that 99% of people are just ready to have a good time on St. Patrick's Day. So why on earth does the day have to have the scariest mascot? Ah. The leprechaun. What's scary about leprechauns? They're cute. Yikes. They're pot of gold. Are you kidding me? <laughs> me lucky charms. They are terrifying. I uh, did a little bit of a history search. Like, why? Why are leprechauns celebrated and associated with St. Patrick's Day? Well, according to Celtic history, the leprechaun is the son of an evil spirit. Okay. A degenerate fairy. Oh, no. Who is not wholly good. Demonic by nature. Oh, no. Leprechauns are said to be ill-natured and mischievous with a mind for cunning and always out to outsmart a human. They're little limps. Uh, like, what? No, thank you. Then there's the depiction of leprechauns in pop culture, like that really old movie that I'm sure Jennifer Aniston would love to forget about. The movie, <laughs> The Leprechaun. Camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. as well. A sneaky leprechaun. <laughs> a sneaky leprechaun. <laughs> Played the wrong audio yes, there. Yes, that's all right. A ring around the rosy, a bucket full of posy. <laughs> the worst? Oh, so scary. Fine lint chocolate so and so fairies. So anyways, uh, yeah, no thank you. That evil spirit is like only the one time depicted as a nice, friendly guy. And Fuzz, you did reference him. Lucky the Lucky Charms guy. Yeah. But really, how good is he when he's hawking a cereal that's full of marshmallow charms that no one can turn down? Delicious. Not good for our health. Surely in this world of scary things, we don't need this like super fun day to just be celebrating the super scary, scary guy. Like, how about like a nice, friendly, walking, talking shamrock with a cute face? <laughs> That walks around. Like a, like a, yeah. like a clover with legs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or like a talking jug of green beer that like doesn't really talk. He just kind of glugs. 
Right? Just Lux. walking around. Surely even like the Ninja Turtles. One of them could be free. And green? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. Anything less green or anything green and less ominous as we celebrate this absolutely glorious day. And if you are looking for a little bit of like a deep dive on something horrifying, just Google Leprechaun starring Jennifer Aniston is the scariest thing of all time. You'll get why I'm talking about that. Except the plastic surgeon who made a lot of money after yeah, that movie. You know did, what I'm saying? He did do a pretty good job on that nose. Yep. Sure, uh, <laughs> <Wow>. sure did. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio.